This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. In today's episode, I want to talk a little bit about anxiety and attachment. And later on in the show, I want to talk to you about four ways that you can learn to let go a little easier. Uh, anxiety and attachment seem to go together like peanut butter and jelly. I am telling you, we, when we are anxious, when we are overstressed or in situations that are causing us great duress, we have a desire to have some control. And in that, we attach. We attach to people, places, things, experiences, and most importantly here for us, to thoughts. So attachment here what I'm talking about is not the attachment that we're talking about that exists between, let's say, a mother and a child, which is a normal psychological process of bonding, but rather I am talking about attachment that leads to our difficulties as adults things that are holding us back that we may not even realize. A lot of this is outside of our awareness. And that's why I wanted to do this show today, to bring this up so that you can be a little bit more aware of perhaps maybe a few places in your own life where you might be attaching to things that are not serving you. So this attachment from holding on really tightly to things, again, it includes relationships. Think about this in your life. Where do you have relationships that are attachments for you versus just a, a relationship? You'll be able to notice the difference. If you don't have this, it won't ring a bell. But if you do, if you are attached to particular relationships or, and this gets into the, the realm of thoughts, the thought of a relationship, right? We can get attached there also. So this is one of the places we can get stuck or attached. The other is things, actual things, physical things in our lives, such as homes, cars, clothing, knickknacks, books, 
The list is endless, but you may notice that you may have an attachment to things. It can be one thing or it could be a whole bunch of things, but we notice this and a far end on the spectrum of being attached to things would be being a hoarder. They're attached to the things now for many different reasons. And that's a whole psychological issue in and of itself, but it is also an attachment. And it started out as an attachment because it served them. And the same thing with all of our attachments, we attached to things because we got something out of it. And so what What happens is as we grow, as we become mature, or we become adults, and our life changes, and it changes many times as adults, we can find that we no longer have a need for particular things. And when we don't let these things go, whether they're relationships, physical things, experiences, or even our own thoughts, when we don't let them go, when it is necessary or it is just best for them to go, it becomes an attachment. Like I said, relationships, physical things, experiences we didn't open up yet. Many people can be attached to experiences and now experiences, hopefully they are great and you do enjoy doing them. This is not an attachment. The attachment is the need to be with that particular experience or to be having it. This is where we know when we have gone off the rails is when we are very uncomfortable without the people, places, or things that we are discussing here, the relationships, the things, the experiences, and finally, and most importantly for those of us here on an anxiety podcast, our thoughts, our thoughts and our attachment to them can cause us a great deal of distress. And so this is an inside job that we have to do ourselves. And so where do we go with this? What do we do with our thoughts? Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 Face Moisturizer and OS1 Eye Cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. One Skin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. 
So all of these things that I was talking about, relationships, things, experiences, and our thoughts, how is it that we become attached? And what is it that this attachment is all about? Attachment, as I'm talking about here, is the flip side of acceptance, of acceptance of what is. So we've got acceptance, and if we are accepting what is, we are not attached to it because we are accepting, and in acceptance comes the knowledge that everything changes. That is a big thing that we learn to accept. So we are less likely to be stuck with something and attached to it. And if you think you don't attach to challenging or negative things, you may want to check again because many people are attached to very negative thoughts. Maybe you don't attach to negative people. Maybe you don't attach to negative experiences, but maybe you do. And maybe you don't attach to negative things in your life, but the negative thoughts seem to hold a very special kind of allure for attachment, such as when we are worried about the future and or we are fretfully desiring to be in control of where we're attached, when we are in judgment of things, when we are frustrated with things, with the actions and or behaviors of others, we are attached. So we want to pay attention to this. These times when we are worrying is an attachment. It's an attachment to a good outcome of the future. Now, why would we do that? Of course, we want the future to unfold in a beautiful, positive way for us. But when we worry, we are attached to it. We are not in acceptance of what is because in acceptance of what is, we know that things change. And so when we are in a good place, we know that that too will fall just as easily as it arose. This is the flow of life. But when we are attached, we only want to hold on. We want to hold on to what we know. And that doesn't mean that it's always a good thing. Often we hold on to the negative things, but only because we know them. We have this idea of it's better to be with the devil you know than the one you don't. This is why we often get stuck in anxiety and get our lives smaller and smaller because we feel some sense of safety in being with what we know, even if it is not serving us. So you want to notice when you are worrying about the future or when you are fretfully desiring to be in control. Now, check this one out. See if this rings true for you in any places in your life? Do you have a very deep and almost fretful desire to be in control? That's a form of attachment. Also, when we are judgmental of others, when we are judgmental of ourselves, this is a time that we are attached. We are attached to what we want versus acceptance of what is. We can even be attached to not wanting to be attached. Now, I know that sounds funny, but this is very true. Again, that is not accepting because maybe in the moment you're not 
being very accepting. Maybe you are attached. So you have to, you have to be accepting of being attached. That's the way out. And it can almost make you smile when you start thinking about it because it really is just this mind game and waltzing around with these thoughts, but getting out without getting dizzy by not being attached to not wanting to be attached. Give yourself a break. See it for what it is. Even though it's not what you want, you are working so hard and you want to learn to not be attached, but don't be attached to that. Let it be. This is a humorous time because you will see it in yourself. We all do it. And then we can say, ah, there I am. I am attached to not wanting to be attached and I'm going to let that be. That is acceptance, accepting that I am being attached right now. This mind of ours, it's quite amazing where it can go and how these thoughts can get uh, spinning around and bumping into each other. But if you slow down a little bit and you are taking care of yourself and doing some of your regular practices to be able to be aware of where you're at, you'll be able to find some humor in this and that will help you greatly. So now what else can we do? What are we to do with this attachment to all of these things in life? Good, bad, and everything in between. What is the way out? Before I get into discussing the four ways that we can become a little less attached and begin to let go a little bit and be aware of, of change in our patterns and our where we are actually attached to things in our lives. Now let's take a look at some of the ways in which we can learn to let go a little bit easier. The four items I'm going to talk about are practices or exercises to help ease the tight hold that we get stuck in when we are in attachment. We It, it gets really tight and these are not hard to do, but they do take practice. You must do them if you want to see the changes. These are things that we talk about here, but they are really going to help you see where your attachments are and where you can actually begin to make a change with that. But first you have to be aware. So the number one place that we're going to start is with meditation. Because by being present and watching the mind, what it comes up with, we can just see for ourselves what's in there. Often in our daily life, all of this is going on in our mind anyway, and we're thinking all these things, but we are not cognizant of it because we are busy with other things or we are distracted and moving around and taking care of business and thinking other things at the same time. But when we finally sit in meditation, we begin to become present and slowly become aware of our ability to watch the mind and see what's in there. And we may see places that we are attached. And our ability to be able to do this is transferred out into our life. After we have been able to do it long enough sitting down, we continue sitting down and doing it, but we also bring this ability to be present and watch our mind out into life with us. 
The second one is the ability to spend a little bit of time contemplating impermanence. And I want you to do this. I want you to know and understand and be comfortable with knowing that everything in life for everyone will change. Everything in this life for every person alive will change. Everything that arises falls away. And when we make peace with this, we are less likely to become attached, to become holding on, clenching down, and feeding our fire of anxiety. The third one I want you to work on is your gratitude. And we talk about a gratitude practice here quite often. And I'm hoping that you're doing your gratitude in your journal, three to five gratitudes every day, three to five things that you were grateful for in the last 24 hours. That's not asking a lot. I know you can find them. And it does get more challenging when I add the second piece, which is, and don't repeat them every day, write three to five down, but don't repeat them. This is a wonderful way to be gaining appreciation for what is right here, right now. Not our mind going off into the future, trying to project what it wants and how's it going to get it, and not worrying or wringing our hands about what we have already done or what we already missed, but having gratitude for what is here right now. This deep appreciation changes how you see the world. So I'm hoping that you are doing this. And the fourth one that I want you to do in order to be working on your loosening of your attachment is to work on your compassion. Your compassion for yourself and others can help you to see the story that the mind is involved in versus what is happening right now. So having compassion for yourself is It lets you see that you aren't wrong in what you're feeling. You're feeling what you're feeling. And there's many different reasons for that. Multitude of things had to happen for you to have that feeling. So be loving, kind, and compassionate to yourself and to others who are in the same situation. Because this all helps you to see that the mind is involved in what's happening to get you to this feeling that you're having versus what is actually happening right now. So be easy on yourself. We are caught in the mind going off into these stories. We do it. Other people do it. We want to have compassion for ourselves. We want to have compassion for other people who may be doing the same thing. And remember that as we know better, we do better. And so We are compassionate with ourselves when we stumble and when we fall on those bumps in the road. It's okay. It's okay. It happens. We're human. And with that kind of care for ourselves, we can actually begin to see clearly because we're not ladening ourselves with guilt and shame and woulda, coulda, shouldas, we are just dusting ourselves off and being present with what is happening right now. 
I think that these four practices can help us to ease and to have daily awareness of actually what is going on and where we are attaching ourselves. What are we stuck with? And see, this can lead us to a space, a little bit more space where we can have growth and a feeling of, of release, a feeling of letting go. Can you feel how that feels to think about letting go? It just feels relaxing. And it lets go of that constriction that we get that arises with anxiety. And the anxiety causes us to clench down more. So we become attached again. This is why we need to have so much awareness. And with anxiety, we can usually trace back and find some attachment somewhere, some sort of attachment that we were unconscious of at the time. So how about a bonus practice for you to do in your journal? Follow your anxious moments this week in your journal and see what attachment or attachments they may be tangled up with. With your awareness, with your just willingness to have awareness, you can make enough space to ask yourself, do I want to hold this thing, this relationship, this experience, or this thought, this feeling? Do I want to hold it this tightly? You get to ask yourself rather than attaching and attaching out of habit. So make some space and let yourself make the choice whether to attach or whether to let go. Thank you so much for spending time with me today. And now for today's quote. People become attached to their burdens sometimes more than the burdens are attached to them. And that's from George Bernard Shaw. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com.